Are you ready to discover who you came here to be? Welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. Human Design is a system and a tool that is here to empower you and show you your greatest potential. Come learn with us and discover who you really are. Hi friends, Crystal here. Before we dive into this episode, I wanted to jump on here real quick and let you know about a few of our offers. We don't just do transits on here and we don't just interview people. We also have deeper ways for you to connect to yourself as well as others. Our first offer is actually completely free. It's our free guide to honoring your strategy and authority and tips and tricks to do so. If you struggle with this place, if you struggle with what your authority is, if you're still confused about your type, I highly suggest picking up this free guide. We also have our manual to your true self. If you struggle with the languaging behind human design, if you don't understand the parts of the body graph, or how to read your chart, I highly recommend picking up our manual to your true self. We go through all the key terms and ways to integrate this information. Let's move on to our classes. We have a bunch of classes that we just launched um, that are all connected to the variables. The variables are connected to the four transformations. So this is your unique path to your true self. And our first class is actually our determination class. And this class is helping you understand the way in which you eat. It shows you the correct environment for you to eat in and also the way in which you take in information. Our next class is our cognition class that is also connected to the brain and it helps you understand the way your body interprets frequency. It is your unique super sense that aligns your vehicle. And our third class, we actually just launched. We're super excited about it. And it's our environments class. This class helps you understand how your unique vehicle aligns to your outside world. It shows you the correct people that you might connect to in your correct environment. It shows you your true success. Now, after you go through these classes, if you're feeling like you need a little bit of extra support, if you're feeling like you want to understand how to decondition at a deeper level, if you're looking for community, I highly suggest checking out our human design support group. We have a bunch of differentiated folks in there that are going through the same process as you. We have two Zoom calls a month and we also have a community page where you can ask any questions about your design or thing or just share, simply share what you're going through. Now our last offer is our 2022 forecast for the year. We go through all of the key players of what's going on for 2022 through the lens of human design, astrology, and tarot. If any of these offers sound riveting to you, I highly suggest picking them up. You can check them out in our descriptions of our show notes down below. Hello. 
and welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. This is Crystal speaking, and I am going to be doing a solo episode today, so things will be a little different. This episode is going to be about my journey to my correct environment. I am not very sure how I want to start this. I'm not even sure exactly what I want to say. I have one note, which is the only reason why I have this note is because I needed to look up the day of the solar eclipse that um, the U.S. was able to witness. And I that, that that's the only thing that I, I looked up and I wrote down. Everything else is just going to be me drifting through my open throat, which oftentimes is the best way for me to get things out. Um, so you might be experiencing a lot of pauses. Um, we'll see, we'll see where this goes. So I pulled you guys on my Instagram months ago, asking if I should do a live on my journey to my correct environment. A lot of you have written to me and told me that this is uh, an area of interest for you. Uh, you're very interested in my experience to, I believe, to understand yours and how to live a more fulfilled life, which is what my conscious son is here to do. I have gate 10 in my conscious son, and this is a love gate that's in the G center. And it's all about love of self and all about love of life. And really living in your own correct behavior. That's what gate 10 tells you to do. It shows you your correct behavior. This is an individual expression that's coming from that gate. So this is the fulfillment that I've asked to live this life. Your gate um, in your conscious son is really what you're here to embody the most. It's what you're growing into the most, and it's going to be a process. It's a lifelong process to reach that fulfillment, to reach your incarnation cross. I believe that you do not find your incarnation cross. It's actually that your incarnation cross finds you. It's an unraveling that happens for you to get there. Not everybody, not everybody might get there. And, and if they get there, it, it might not look exactly the way you might think. And it's never about what you think really, because human design is all about the body. So if you're new here, welcome. This is the first episode that you are tuning into. We have weekly episodes where we go through the transits of the week through the lens of human design, astrology, and tarot. So definitely check back in with that. Um, this is a podcast where we talk about a lot of things that are mystical. We talk about human design, which is a very mystical system. I believe it's a combination of so many sorts of, how do I say, just expressions of our totality of our human existence. Um, so we like to make these almost like difficult, dense topics a little bit more digestible. That's what we've come on here to do. We really want to express human design in a way that 
people can finally start embodying and living it. And also your astrological placements, because there's definitely a tie between the two, because astrology is a huge part of human design. It's a system that is incorporated in, in human design. Human design is a synthesis. I have a hard time with that word. So I try to say it slow. It's a synthesis of many other systems. And I would highly recommend if you're, if you're new here, if you're, if you're new to human design to check out our free guide that we have on, um, how to honor your strategy and authority. We have many other episodes that are educational on the ground level foundational information of human design. If you're looking for that, you can scroll through and find those episodes and the human design and astral club, our mission is to really help you create the steps in your life to get to where you're going, to get to that love of self, to get to that best version of you and best version of your life that you have been longing for. It's something that I have longed for most of my life, um, actually all of my life. Who am I kidding? I grew up with an abusive father that abused myself, my brother, and my mother mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually until I was 17 years old when my mother finally divorced my father. And that was the first step to my freedom, which is a big part of my learning this life with being a Sagittarius son. I guess I should give you my stats. If you don't know anything about me, I highly recommend going over to my Instagram. Um, we'll link that in the show notes in the description down below. So you can have full access to myself and also to my business partner, which is Leah. Leah is a splenic projector. I am a one, three pure generator vessel of love rising Capricorn, Sagittarius sun, and an Aries moon. I am a very ambitious individual. I have a defined heart and I have a lot of fire in my astrological chart as well. So it's, it's been a drive of mine to, and I'm also a line one. So having that self-discovery of who I am and to really understand those um, those bumps, those third line bumps, those third line uh, abrasive hits that I have experienced my whole life and not understanding why these things are happening to me, but realizing now it was all a part of my journey to have that experience so that I can show all of you that are listening to this right now that even if you've struggled, even if you've gone through some really, really difficult times in your life that they don't have to be your entire life for the rest of your life. They can just be a part of your life. You can move past those places by embracing those hard times and really figuring out for yourself what those experience, experiences meant for you. And I also read the Akashic records and I communicate with my guides and a huge part of when I first came online is what they told me to do was to make my pain, my purpose, which is something that's been in the background of my life, um, that they've been telling me my entire life that I'm realizing now 
is extremely powerful. And my true view uh, in human design is power. And I believe when I finally understand my true power and my true self-love, that it will empower me to help others empower themselves. And that's really my mission. So what is environment and human design? If you don't know, if you haven't heard any of this yet, um, I'm going to go through a brief understanding of what that means. I highly recommend checking out our class on environments. We have a mini class on environments where we walk you through the basics as well as which is as well as the foundations, the source material of human design environments. And then we also give you real life examples of how this might show up in your life and the way it has showed up, shown up for other people that I have read for, other people that I have personal uh, life experiences with as well. And we ask you integration questions so that you can actually start embodying this place and you can find your correct environment or you can create your correct environment if you haven't already. Because we also show you how to create the space in your home, which I really had to do for myself when I first found human design and, and started understanding my environment because I, I grew up in my transferred environment. And we are going to get, get into that in a moment. So environment and human design is part of the four transformations. The four radical transformations give you your unique steps to get to where you're going, to actually align to your authority so that you can make the best decisions for yourself and also a path to purpose. I believe the four transformations are definitely a path to your purpose. So in human design, um, there's these top four arrows. If you're looking at your body graph right now, I'm going to invite you to pull up your body graph. If you don't already have that up right now, look at those top four arrows and you will notice that they're either going left or right. And each one is showing you the pathway to your truest self. And Leah and I, we have come up with classes to help you understand this material a little bit easier. And we have just finished our environments class. And environment is really where you get to finally see the magic unfold. After you have deconditioned your brain through your determination and also through your cognition, and you have finally tapped in to your cognitive potential, you finally are able to witness yourself and able to understand this sense in you that's helping you tap into your physical body. It helps you release the mind and come back into the body. So after you're in the body, you're, you're finally aligned in your body. You've, you've, you, you've been eating for your design through your determination. You're really able to witness your cognition. You're then going to find yourself in your correct environment, or you're going to begin to start looking for it. And what this is going to do for you when you do find yourself in your correct environment is it's going to allow you 
to then meet the correct people. It's actually going to also be where you meet your success, your version of success. It, it takes a lot of the resistance out of your life. And I have now been in my correct environment for the last year. And I wanted to wait for myself, especially with me being a third line. I can't, I can't give you guys any information until I've gone through the experience myself. That's just the way of the third line. It's really about uh, the experiences that I go through, the trial and errors that I go through, the bumps that I hit. Um, and I will say with finally being in a place where I can fully embrace who I am because that's what your environment will also help you do. It's been a dream. I feel like I'm in a dream. I don't, I'm like, this can't be my reality because my reality was hard. <sighs> there might be some crying in this. My reality was very difficult. Um, growing up, the good news about your environment is that you, as a child, it's, it's less important for you to be in your correct environment as it's more important for your parents, I believe, to be in their correct environment so they can nurture and care for you the correct way. For me, it was, I always felt like, um, in my transferred environment and your transferred environment is where you will meet a lot of the incorrect people while you not, well, you won't be able to see clearly and you'll be more in the mind. You'll, you'll face more resistance. And I believe I had to go through all of these experiences so that I can tell you guys right now, what was incorrect for me. So you can ask yourself if what you're experiencing is incorrect for you. So I grew up in South Florida. Um, I was born in Fort Lauderdale and I basically have lived all over Florida at this point. Um, I now have made it to North Carolina, Asheville, North Carolina. Um, I'm going to walk you through the steps that it took for me to get here and understanding my correct environment was the strongest key for me to be here right now, really understanding my variables and had to start with deconditioning my brain so that I could know when it was finally the right time to move. I've always wanted to leave Florida since I could remember, like I said, it never felt correct for me. I met a lot of beautiful people. A lot of them were incorrect for me, but I had to go through those experiences so that I could learn how to love myself to the fullest. I am a vessel of love. And my main mission is to learn about self-love. My gate 10 is all about self-love and my conscious son. So I had to go through the opposing end of what that looks like for me which felt like self-hate. I used, when I was younger, I used to look at myself in the mirror and tell myself that I hated myself and that I was stupid and that I was ugly and I was fat and that I was worthless and all of the horrible, 
words that you can come up with to say to yourself, I said those to myself. I grew up with, like I said, an abusive father. And I always felt comfort to go sit by a body of water and just cry. That was something that I always noticed that I needed to do to um, release this not self version of me so I could see a little bit clearly. And I, I honestly never saw clearly there. Looking back now that I am no longer there, I could say that the only way that I was able to finally see clearly was finding human design. So let's start at a place of when I, where I first tried to leave Florida. Let's start there. So when I was 18 years old, I had, I, I went to a high school that we did a trip where we traveled from Florida up to, uh, I think it was below New York. I, I forget the final destination, but it was, we made a lot of pit stops at a bunch of different colleges along the way. And I remember when we went to UNC Charlotte in North Carolina, I felt this sense of wholeness, the sense of fulfillment, the sense of just deep satisfaction as a generator without even understanding why I was experiencing that just by being there. I was like, I have to go to school here. And so I was, I was going to go to school in at UNC Charlotte. And then I found out how much out-state tuition cost. And it was right around the time that my mother had divorced my father and he had taken pretty much all of her money that I didn't want to put her through that large expense. <laughs> I have the hanging gate 21 in my chart and I wanted to help my mother control the resources. She also has hanging gate 21. And I always tried to hold the emotional space for my emotional mother um, without real, with realizing now that I didn't have to do that, that I, I didn't have to sacrifice third line martyr, put myself up on the cross for other people. But I felt this huge need to do that for her. So I ended up staying in state. I ended up staying in Florida and going to school. And it was after two years of being in school, I realized that, um, and I was going to school for psychology, child psychology. I did not want to go through a whole seven plus year process of this. And I had a lot of people um, telling me that I was really good at doing hair and makeup. Here comes the open throat. Um, here comes going down the incorrect path because I was in my incorrect environment. But looking back now, I just look at it, look at it as the long way back to myself, which is also a very third line thing to do, right? We like to take the long, harder way back to our true self instead of, you know, I'm also a pure generator. I don't skip steps. I take every step. I'm, I'm a, also a strategic being. I am um, left dominant in my variables, meaning that my 
I have left brain, left mind. I The only right variable I have is my environment, actually. I am right environment. And I am also left view. Um, so I really felt this desire at the time. And I remember when I transferred, I remembered that moment. I remember it. I remember sitting there in school and telling myself that I, I, instead of going through this long, what I saw as a long drawn out process of school to leave, leave school and enroll in cosmetology school, move back home, enroll in cosmetology school and make that a career because it seemed easier. I wanted to do something that was easier where I could make money. And I, I, I loved, I loved transforming. I'm a kitchen's environment. I loved doing my hair and makeup in all these cool different ways and coming up with my open head inspirations of expressing myself and through my open throat, getting attention. It was all about the attention. I thought that if I could be beautiful, then people would love me. It was very vain. And that's because that's the environment that I grew up, grew up in. South Florida is very vain. I mean, I'm sure many of you have either been there or at least have seen what it looks like. And it's, that's exactly what it is. It's a bunch of people trying to be beautiful, trying to be thin, trying to prove themselves. There's a lot of heart, unhealthy heart energy happening there. A lot of fast, expensive cars, big, expensive houses. There's a lot of also poverty there, but people don't talk about that part, right? It's more about like, how can I be on the top? And it's very fast paced. I also grew up on my Mars line. So I had this hustler mentality to push, to initiate, to be a manifester or a manifesting generator, which is completely incorrect for me. So I left college and I enrolled in cosmetology school. I graduated and I, we're going to make this part shorter. <laughs> I worked at, um, many different salons. I even had my own salon suite, which was around the time that I got hit by a car. That was the moment that I knew 150% that I was going the wrong way. And I did not want to accept it. I have gate 25, which is it, it, that gate is all about self accept, like acceptance of this universal love that we are all one and we are all connected. And when I can allow myself to be the witness of that, is when I am truly embracing myself. And at that time, in my early 20s, I did not want to accept this. I did not want to accept that all of this defined heart commitment and hard work that I had put in 
that that meant that I needed to third line end that bond, which has already been cut when I got hit by that car. Um, I, I couldn't fully accept it yet. I, I had to go through some more trial and errors before I could finally um, let go, let go of that place. And so I, I go through all these experiences of the self-love journey back to me through doing other people's hair and makeup and also trying very hard on my physical appearance, physical appearance to come across as perfect. I really wanted to hide my third line. This, all of these things are such transferred, not self versions of me that I felt I had to be in my transferred environment. And it, it wasn't until I finally felt like um, I was around the age of 27. After I had, after my accident, I had been with my husband at right now, we were in a relationship and I had been with him for a while and we were on the road to get married at that point. And I, I, I felt lost. It was when I, that, that, at that time at, at 27, I felt shit. I cannot keep doing this anymore. I cannot keep trying to be this version of myself that's not working. It, everything felt harder with doing hair and makeup because there was so much initiating with it. And I finally decided, I, I remember the moment that I found myself in my bed. I remember my husband was at work. I was in my bed. I was crying and I was holding my hands up, praying to whoever was witnessing me in that moment and asking for help and saying that, show me where I'm supposed to go because it doesn't seem like the path that I'm on is working. Um, and I was also in a lot of physical pain at that time because of my accident. And I believe this physical pain is always going to humble me and help me see all the ways we are human. So I was tired of being in the pain. I was definitely in more physical pain um, while I was working. So that's a clear sign as a generator. Like if you're not experiencing pleasure and joy, uh, there, there needs to be some shifts and changes. So I remember deciding during that time that I was going to find an office job. <laughs> And I began searching Craigslist. Remember Craigslist? It was just so popular to find just like easier jobs and like early mid twenties. It was just, uh, I did a lot of that. I just, I don't know about you guys, but I did a lot of that. I, 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 I found myself a lot of weird jobs through Craigslist. And I remember scrolling through Craigslist to this day that I was finally ready to try something else. And I found this office job that was right, right where I lived. I didn't know what the name of it. It was very vague, 
no idea why I, I, I usually, I'm like, you have gate nine. I, I, I need the details. I'm line one. Um, I need to know that there's a secure foundation to stand on. And I remember for whatever reason, because this is also defined G center for whatever reason I applied to this job and I got a phone call and that phone call was from the Kabbalah center. I had applied there for an office job, not realizing this. And I ended up working there for about three and a half years. I'm I'm forgetting the exact time frame here, but it was about three and a half years. And I called that part of my life, my spiritual pause. I was doing a little bit of hair on the side at that time, but I was really trying to let go of that part of me because I knew that it was time to step into my truest self. And I'm a Sagittarius son, which is all connected to higher learning, all connected to spirituality. And I remember, and this is when you can find your, your true environment, even if you're in the state of your transferred environment, Florida is the state of my transferred environment, but I was able to find a kitchen to gather, to um, be a part of a, a community. I feel like that's what the third line really helps create a lot of times is, is community. It's about bond making. And that's what the kitchen, that's the, the line that the kitchen runs through is the third line. And I remember the moment I stepped in there and I believe it was my grandmother had passed a few years prior to that experience that was leading me there. She's an emotional manifester. So I I believe she still initiates me even when she's not physically here anymore. And I remember when I stepped into that, that center, because there's so many frequencies running through there, through the Hebrew letters and we're going to be putting out an episode on Kabbalah real soon. So we'll give you guys more information on that through our email list and also on Instagram. So please make sure you are following both. If you're not, you can subscribe to both those places in the show notes below. So I remember being there and just really feeling embraced. And that's what will happen in your true environment. People were so caring and so loving to me. And it's something that I didn't experience for most of my life. I, and I remember feeling like I wanted to reject these people a lot of times that were so caring to me because I had never experienced that. it was there when, as I was there, I was going through one of the biggest schools of my life. I was learning about Kabbalistic astrology. I was learning about the power of the new moons. I was learning about the power of this mystical experience that we can have through Kabbalah and through learning about the tree of life, which is a huge part of the human design system. 
we're always being shown these breadcrumbs. And if we can truly be the witness of them, we can follow the path. So it was during this time I was in the biggest school of my life. And I was also, I also went through my Saturn return um, towards the end of working at the Kabbalah Center. And I remember the time that I knew it was time for me to leave was right after we had had my oldest son, which is a manifester. And the reason he's a manifester is because of the Kabbalah Center. And I'll share his story another time. But it was during that time we, I had had him, we had moved about 35, 40-ish minutes away from the Kabbalah Center that I, and I was, um, during my Saturn return, I was learning through the lens of a 6-2 profile. So I became more, I remember this was a time that I started becoming a little bit more aloof. I had distanced myself from a lot of people during this time. I began breaking a lot of bonds because it was time I was, I was getting ready. My body was getting ready to leave. Um, and it was right around this time was when I found human design. And it was, it was that time when my, my life finally changed. And I finally saw my power. I finally saw my beauty. I finally saw all of these places that I had abandoned myself. And I decided no more. So I began to experiment with my design. And beautiful things started to show up. I bumped into an old friend with the help of my manifester and his fourth line at a uh, kid's place. There was this little kid's place that I would take him to with my, my kitchen's environment group. I always had a group of friends um, throughout my whole life. This is the first time in my life that I don't have a group of friends. Um, and it feels a little bit lonely. But I know that um, the human design experiment is, 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 is an antisocial experiment. And um, I'm, I'm learning to use a little bit more discernment with the types of people that I will allow into my life. Um, so it was during this time that I had bumped into an old friend that I, I had done some uh, weddings with. I really loved doing weddings. And I remember it was during that time I started doing, I had no idea why, but I was doing all these crazy braids to my hair and then going out in public. Here comes the open throat. I was out at this kid's, kids center and this woman approached me. And she goes, oh my God, it's you. And it was this person that I used to do weddings with. And she's like, I saw somebody with just really pretty braids in their hair. And like, it was all twisted up. And I had, it looked like I was going to a wedding and I was, just, <laughs> and I was just at this 
this kid's place. Um, and it was in that moment that we, we reconnected, the bond was formed again, and I started doing weddings for her. She is a pure um, manifesting generator. And she, I believe her profile was four, six. So it was just, it was really brilliant. She also had the 4323. I have the 43. And I would, I remember when we would do weddings together, we would do all, I would have all these crazy ideas that would come to me of making these masterpieces on these, these people's heads. And it was because of her. And that was the most correct way that I was able to express that version of myself, express that version of my career was towards the end. And she would get all of the jobs. I didn't have to initiate a goddamn thing. Excuse my language. I didn't have to initiate nothing. And she would just invite me to help her with all these weddings. I did them on weekends. I would make a lot of money in just one weekend. And it was the most correct way I could live out that career for me. And that was with the help of human design. But I was starting to feel like towards the end of this, that I was, I wasn't aligned to doing hair and makeup anymore. I knew from the beginning why I, that I had entered into it incorrectly. Um, but it was an experience I had to go through as a third line so that I could get to here right now. So it was during the pandemic, the beginning of the pandemic, when everything shut down. And we all remember that time, especially in the U.S., when everybody was drawn inside, which for me was a gift. Um, I believe all of this we'll see in the end was a gift for all of us. I know that it may right now not feel that way and it may not look that way, but for many people that I, I think that we're already going through their deconditioning process um, and also understanding the 2027 um, next chapter we are entering into, which I'll, I'll, we'll be doing something along the lines of 2027. I know a lot of you have asked us about that. Um, and I have a lot of information for that time of the, this new ch next chapter we're entering into, and also the age of Aquarius that we're beginning to enter into as well. So when everything shut down was, I remember, and I have smell cognition, I was able to finally take a really deep breath and I was able to be alone in my calm determination. We weren't going out. We could not go out and eat anywhere. We could not go and socialize with anyone. I was really stuck in either my family's aura or my direct aura, um, which was very helpful for me. And that's when I decided that I needed to finally honor and go all in with my variables. That was the time. And at that time, it, it had been about three, three years, almost three years that I had been experimenting with my design, but I was not fully honoring all these other 
deeper places in me. And that was the time that I was like, I'm going to start doing this. And it was when I started doing that, when I started eating for my determination, that was when all of a sudden I realized that it was time to leave the hair and makeup business. I had to shut it down. And at that time, I had also just started working with another company for, for weddings where they, they would find the gigs. Also, they would find the jobs and then they would just hire us as independent contractors to do the work, which also, again, was the most correct way that I could have lived out my design as a generator and also being an open throat. So I remember I'm like, oh no, I just, I just signed this contract with this other company and, 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 you know, things are going to be able to start moving with me for that. Here comes the mind, 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 mind telling me to stay. It's safe. It's safe. This is safety. Even though it didn't feel safe. I didn't want to physically touch people. I have calm determination. It is other people's, or this is touch color. Other people's auras really impact me. My tonal resonance also in my environment is also touch. So this is a huge part of my design. And I was realizing in, in that moment that it was time to leave. And I remember pulling the tower card, asking, asking my higher self, I'm like, let's just pull a card and see what comes up. I pull the tower card and I was like, oh shit. Okay. Well. Uh, I guess it's time to go. And that's when I got the message that it was time for me to come online with human design. And that's when I started Journey Through HD was during that time. And I began to connect to a lot of really beautiful people online. And then I got the message that it was time to move. I remember, never forget it. I was on a run. I was fully tapped into my cognition, smell, right? I was breathing in, out, in, 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 out. I was tapped into my sacral, right? I was moving, running. And I got this splenic hit that then the sacral met up with the spleen. And they said, it's time to go. My guides told me it was time to go. And I... I was like, but how we're, we're in this global pandemic. It was towards the beginning when everybody was freaking out. We all know, we all remember that. We all remember that moment, right? And I was told to go home, tell my husband that we had to go and that it was going to be North Carolina that we were going to go to. Now I'm going to rewind for a second here to... August 21st, 2017, a little after I had found human design and I was really starting to experiment with my design, with being a generator. And we were invited by my in-laws to Maggie Valley, North Carolina, right near Asheville to uh, witness the solar eclipse and on the top of a beautiful mountain. And this was the moment 
that I quantum leaped. During that solar eclipse, so I looked it up. This is the only thing that I looked up and that I, I, I wanted to give a little bit of uh, background information on. I looked up that day, what was going on, and we had gate 29 in the sun and gate 30 in the earth. And gate 29 is all about commitment. And I have gate 46. And gate 46 is all about the love of the body. And it's about being in the right place at the right time. And it's, I find it fascinating that gate 29 was in transit the day of this eclipse because what happened for me was almost like my vehicle aligned to my true path that day like i've been saying we do not find our purpose our purpose finds us i remember that moment standing on top of that mountain, witnessing the entire just like world go black. All of the animals began screaming. We were in, in nature. It was the crazy experience, craziest experience that I could have witnessed. And it was a few days later that I found myself in a coffee shop right near where I'm living now. And I got that splenic hit, that it was the first splenic hit, that it was time to go, that this is where I was going to live. And I said, no way. How would I ever, how, how could we live here? My husband had, um, his company was based in Florida. It was, you had to go in, it was in person. You got to, you had to go, go to the office every day. There was, there was no remote at that point. I had. This was around the time that I had began doing the weddings and things were going pretty, pretty good in that department for me. So I was like, how in the world am I going to get here? But I, ha- I, I, I never felt so correct than that, that week that we spent in the mountains. And my, my manifester, my oldest son, both my boys actually are mountains boys. Their environment is mountains. My son, my manifester, was initiating my vehicle that week. We had gate 26, which I carry the 4426, the full channel in Saturn. And it was really about showing me a whole new way of, of living, of living out my expression of being an entrepreneur. Cause that's, this is half gate 26 is half the channel of an entrepreneur about finding a new way, not uh, understanding the difficulties, understanding the lessons that I had to go through 
to release them. But at the time, I didn't know any of this. I didn't, I really, I, I didn't know that a lot of these places that were being expressed during that time was helping align my vehicle to get to where it would be going. So I just wanted to give some context that I was in the place when I, I quantum leaped, but I ha- my vehicle had had to go through the process of getting an also generator. If it was maybe a manifestor or a manifesting generator, maybe I would have moved here immediately <laughs> after that experience. But I had there there was still some work to do in Florida before I could get to where I was going, and it had to be the right time. Right. If there's one thing that I think that we're all learning right now, and especially if you're if you're in your experiment, it's all about timing. It's all about timing. And so let's fast forward back to that moment of when I was running and I was told that it was time to go. That that moment that I had experienced on August 21st, 2017 was going to put me on the path to this moment. And so I remember running home, telling my husband that it was time to go. And that I, cause I had said, been telling him, we got to move to North Carolina this whole time that from the first, and we had gone back a few times after that first time in August of 2017, we had gone back a couple more times after that. And each time it felt really correct for both of us and also for our little mountains boy. And in 2018, I remember I had a vision from my bridge gate of gate 57, which is about seeing the future. And I remember seeing me one doing um, homeschooling with my oldest son, which I never wanted to do. And then I remember seeing me raise my children in this like mountainous area. And I was like, uh, there's no mountains in Florida. There's no big trees that I was witnessing in that vision. And so it was just so fascinating that this moment I ran home, I told my husband, we have to move to North Carolina. And he's like, no, like my job's here. Like we are happy. We own this house. Like the, and he's also a Virgo <laughs> and also defined heart. We had so many commitments. Um, and his work was there. So there was no way for him in that moment that he was going to be able to see where we were going to go. And so I said to him, in one week, your job is going to go remote and it's going to be permanent. And it's going to be during that time that we are going to put our house up for sale. And he said to me, If that happens, then we can have a conversation. So he began to be a little bit more open. He's also a 6'2". I have witnessed with many second line bodies, there's a lot of resistance at first. It's it's, it's scary, right? They could retreat a little bit into their shell. So I I have always noticed this about my husband and I, I, uh, I just accept it. I accept that. Whenever I bring something new to him, there's going to be some sort of resistance. So one week went by. 
his job went remote permanently. And so I said, can we talk now? And he said, okay. I said, I'm going to look for a realtor to put our house up for sale. And he said, if we can sell it, we'll talk. So I found a realtor. We put our house up for sale. And it sold in one day. And that was when I knew that the doors were about to open up for us. When, when you are following your design, I want to explain something. When you are following your design and you are able to understand the mechanics of you, you're able to understand the way your vehicle, your unique vehicle operates, and you can follow them. I was also deconditioning my brain heavily during that time, right? I was eating for my determination. I was tapping into my cognitive potential. It was about to move my vehicle to the correct environment. That's the next step. That's the next step we go to is our environment. And I knew that my transferred shores, where I basically was always looking through this foggy window, I was, I, I, I never, shores people, it's all about the right perspective. They're six line, Okay. They're able to see everything after that point. I never was able to do that there. And when we sold our house, that's when a couple bumps began to happen. There was um, some panels on the side that needed to be replaced. And we had one week to get them replaced of our house. And if that didn't happen, it was going to put us behind um, on selling the house. And it felt like I, I, had, I, had to take, I had to take the appropriate action for my design. And I ended up finding this guy, I'll never forget, calling him up and explaining to him our situation. And he said, it was supposed to rain that weekend. And I said, um, I understand that. And if, if, if these panels end up needing to be replaced again, we will replace them. But I, this is where I tapped into my open solar plexus and my 1034 channel, uh, the channel of power. <laughs> and I also, you know, sold them with my defined heart my 4426 and I got him to the house. Um, when you know your channels that you can tap into and you can pull them to the surface, I don't want to say <laughs> that it's manipulation and maybe you'll, you might be thinking that, and maybe it is, but I did it with the right intentions. There was, there was good intentions behind it. Um, and so it did end up raining that weekend. Um, but uh, something beautiful happened. I, I borrowed Milo's throat. My manifester has a defined throat. He has the only, the only channel he carries within him is the money line. And I, and, and this is where, 
manifestors, I mean, you guys are so powerful. If there's any manifestors listening to this, um, you're able to control the frequency of the universe. That's what you guys do. You move it. You create it. It's, it's, it's intense and it's, and it's, it's insane to witness in the most beautiful way. And so I looked at Milo as it began to pour. It was pouring. I said to Milo, can you ask the rain to stop? Can you say, rain, rain, go away, come again another day? And so he did. He said, rain, rain, go away, come again another day. And then it stopped. I'm not joking. It was, my husband was like, this is crazy. I was on the path of, of where I was going and there was absolutely nothing that was going to stop me. And I had never packed my house up so fast in my life. I also, we got rid of a lot of things and I was like, I don't, I feel like I'm getting rid of a lot of things that are going to be a hard time to, to replace and could be potentially expensive. And I was going down that road for a second. Um, even though we, we, a lot of beautiful things have happened to us. We're at, at this moment, we don't have to worry about money. Um, and a lot of that has to do with living and embodying our designs. And I'm hoping to help people through any of their money struggles later on. But for right now, we're going to go through the variables. So there was a couple other things that were going on. So this is where my kitchens came in again. I took Milo. This is I've I've borrowed his throat. I've learned how to borrow his throat, and I ask him if I can borrow it. I I never borrow it um, forcefully. (laughs) I'll say Um, he he enjoys helping me, Um, and he's innocence motivation. So I get to witness the beauty of what that looks like through him because I'm desire, and we mirror each other. So I took him on uh, his bed and we held hands. I gave him some crystals and I would have him repeat after me because there was a couple little bumps that were occurring and I had him repeat these, these bumps and help move them. His voice helped move them. And so we moved to North Carolina shortly after that. Everything worked out. Um, all those little roadblocks that had to show up, I have gate 60 <laughs> in my chart. So I, and I also have gate 28. There's always going to be roadblocks and struggle. I, I know that now. I never think anything's going to go completely smooth. But we were supposed to move to this environment and, I, and it was correct for all of us. We were going to all be in our correct environment. I would be in my kitchen. Asheville is very large kitchen of just this beautiful spiritual and mystical and nature community. That's all me, all me. Um, 
And then there was pockets of sound and valleys all over the place for my husband. That's valleys. And we were in the mountains for my boys. Both my boys are mountains boys. And we were living in Asheville, um, Asheville, um, not too far from the downtown area when we first got here um, in an apartment. Um, And we were looking for a house. And somebody I knew had uh, one of the relatives was a realtor here. So they, and they were a four, six <laughs> profile projector. And she connected me. This is where it's really important that you know what's going on here. You know what the background noise is, you know, the background frequency, you know, these uh, key players that are entering into your life that are going to uh, move you on the correct path. A big part of our human design environment classes, we talk about the G center and the gates to look for that you carry within you. If you have them, um, whether they be love gates or whether they be direction gates, and that if you can understand those gates and understand what they mean, even if it's only on the surface level, so that when you encounter these people, they're going to help you along your path. So it was very important that for me, I have all of the love gates. And then the only direction gate that I have is gate 13 in my, in my, in Jupiter, um, I believe my conscious Jupiter. Um, hopefully I have that correct. I'm now blanking on if it's conscious or unconscious for some reason, but this gate says that if I can listen to my environment, listen to my outside world, um, I'm able to know where I need to go. All I have to do is listen. And I met this, so this realtor ended up being an ego manifester, markets environment. Hilarious, right? I, um, it's like, I could, it couldn't everything. And this is what happens when you, when you go into your correct environment, you will meet the people that are going to help you get where you need to go. And so I remember telling her because my transferred environment is shores. And I told you that I always feel this desire when I'm in transference to cry, um, by a body of water, I've always done it. I actually did it right before I got hit by that car. I was in transference, heavy transference. And I remember uh, walking over to this lake and sitting at it and crying and just knowing that I was going the wrong way, but I didn't know what to do at that point um, of where I needed to go. So I remember telling this realtor that I need to have a creek. I wanted a creek specifically in the back of my house. It was very important for me. So that I could have a place to go to, to release, to have what I call in our human design environment class, my dump zone. So we looked at a bunch of houses and none of them were right. We put in a couple offers. We're like, maybe if this works out, we'll see if this is correct. Um, It didn't, it didn't work out. And my Valley's husband has this natural gift with his second line of um, following the information. And he dug deep for this house that we found. And it was 
not too far from the area where I had that splenic hit during that time of the solar eclipse. And what's even more interesting is the name of the people that that owned the home before us or the previous owners is the name of that city of where I had that splenic head. It's gives me chills to say this stuff because I am just following my design. I'm just following the breadcrumbs. And guess what was in the back of this house? A creek. It, it's it, uh, this beautiful creek that across from the creek is a waterfall um, that the neighbors across from us that, that's in their back of their house. I mean, uh, they have like the most perfect, beautiful house. And I just stare at that waterfall often. And it's just magical. It's just magical. Anyone that has come to this house has said like, wow, this is a beautiful house. Um, and I remember we, when we got here and we were driving through here, all of a sudden my sacral started doing these weird things. And then I saw the golf course that had this beautiful path and it was such a valley's place, which was perfect for my husband, does not play golf, but just witnessing his environment and that, and like, we were like, we could walk our dogs down, our, our dog down there and the kids. And it was just nice and open. And we were in more nature over where this house is. And there was, um, I also wanted a community pool, which is also a very, uh, uh, I feel like a kitchen's thing to have a community pool where people can come and gather. You can also make it a shore, right? Uh, there's, I mean, they go hand in hand. <laughs> that's the different, that's the thing with, when you understand the transference, there's a connection between the two of them, right? So we get to the house, the house has this creek and it has six rooms. I, I wanted six rooms in the house so that we had plenty of space for family to come visit. I had, I was able to make my home kitchens and gym. Um, I wanted my boys to be able to be on the top floor. Like it literally had every, like I'm, um, strategic, my, so my view is also strategic and your view is where, where you, if you're, if you're left view, okay, this is where, so it's the third variable and this is where we're going to next. If you're left view, this is someone that needs to have a list of very detailed, very focused on the things that they want to witness and see in their life and create those lists for themselves. And if you're right view, you're going to be the complete opposite. It's going to be um, more open and receiving what those messages are in the outside world. And I believe it's going to be more based off of a feeling of what, what you want to feel like and be able to see in your outside world. And we'll go, we'll go into more details when we get to the class. Um, but that's a little bit of a nutshell version of it. It's very surface of what I just explained and we'll go into more details when we get there. So we put an offer on this house and 
this is when I borrowed Milo's throat again. And I did our little kitchen ceremony. <laughs> and I also told a manifestor friend that was very, that, that I'm close with that really um, wants the best for me. And then I also was on the phone with my manifesting generator mother that has helped me create a lot of beautiful things in my life. And I was telling her about this house. And it was in that moment that I was talking to my mom about this house was when I got the phone call for that we got the house. And this is what it means to leverage your open undefined centers, which we also have an episode on that. If you want to check that out, you can scroll through. I'm forgetting the number, uh, the episode number that it is, but it's probably not too, I think it's a couple episodes behind from this one that's going to be coming out or that you're listening to currently. And so you moved into this house last March. Um, I hated the kitchen. That was the only thing I, we, and we got the house under budget, by the way. And so I had told my husband that if we get it under budget, then we have to redo the kitchen. And so he agreed. So we redid our kitchen because I want, even though kitchen's environment does not necessarily have to be about the kitchen, there's a deep connection to it for kitchen's people. There just is. I, I mean, if you're a kitchen's person, you know, you know what I'm talking about. And if you don't feel that way, I invite you to DM me and we can have a conversation I'm totally open to um, other people's perspectives. I have an undefined Ajna, open head. Um, and I enjoy talking to people about their perspectives. This is, this is mine. And Ra has also talked about the founder of human design that um, when a kitchen's person is feeling uh, sick, um, cause your environment is also where you will be, you will be in your most optimal health that to go into your physical kitchen. And that was one thing that I, when I, when I was learning about this class originally that I had a remember a remembrance of it, um, from a past, from a bunch of past experiences when I was a child, when, uh, I would ever, whenever I would be sick, my mother would bring me into the kitchen. I'd be so sick. I just, I'm like, why are you taking me in here? But she would bring me in there and she would, I, I used to have a lot of uh, uh, throat issues, tonsillitis a lot. And she would smash these, uh, make these uh, ice chips for me and hammer them in the kitchen. And then I would sit there at the table um, eating them. And then I remember feeling a lot better after that. Um, so it's interesting when you find out these places in you and then you can go, go and look back to your childhood. And that's one thing that we also do in our classes is we take you back to your childhood when you were the least conditioned so you can remember these experiences so you can honor them. Start being more consistent with these places in you. So it's been now a year since I've been in my correct environment. And I have now connected to the right people um, so far online. It's only been recent. I'd say really, um, as I record this, it's probably been about a month now that I've started feeling the pull to 
connect more with my immediate environment. I didn't feel that pull at the beginning, um, even though my neighbors are really sweet and a lot of the people I have encountered here are really nice. Um, I wasn't ready to start connecting to people on that level yet, but it opened up my business online just by living here. I have expanded my business now and they're starting there's starting to be movement in it. There's been definite bumps. I'm a third line. Just I, there's always going to be bumps. And if you guys would like Lee and I to do an episode on entrepreneurship and also related to human design, please um, DM me or write into us and we will probably put out an episode on that um, because we have the, Aligning to Leah was another beautiful thing. Um, and I, Leah, I know you're listening to this right now. And <sighs> I just want to say thank you. Thank you for believing in me. Thank you for following my desire. (laughs) Thank you for allowing me to lead. Thank you for all of your beautiful gifts that you carry in your, in your second line and your markets environment. If it wasn't for you, I I don't know. I, I'm maybe things would be different and I, I don't know. I don't, I can't look at what could be potentially different right now, but when you are, it was when I was here in North Carolina was when Leah and I just started to decided to start working together. And I've now aligned with some other people that are physically here that I might start working with as well. And this is what happens. This is where you meet your success. This is where you meet your correct people. And you also can witness when the incorrect people encounter you. I can see those people a lot clearer now. And I've had to say a lot of no's as a generator to some people that were not correct for me. I will say that looking for the, the keynotes to your to your variables is 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 very important. And the and and I'd say when you get to view the third variable, that is when you can say, is this person correct for me? Because it's it's when you enter the mind. And if I find myself in my transferred view, which is personal. That is when I know that this person is most likely incorrect for me. I will then often experiment with that and I will uh, express myself to them and explain my core needs as an individual. And if those people do not honor those core needs, then I know for sure that it's transferred personal and that this person is not correct for me. And then I have to back up and go back to the brain 
And that's what variables help you do. They help you to know where are you at in each given moment and who is and who is not correct for you. And that's what your environment helps you do. I feel like I've talked for a very long time at this point. Um, I hope I said everything that I needed to say. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for supporting Leah and myself. Thank you for supporting the Human Design and Astro Club podcast, the Human Design and Astro Club. Thank you for being here, period. And I hope, my hope is that I was able to lead you down this road of me to show you you, to show you your experiences and also where you can go. And if you're ready to get to the life you've always dreamed of, highly recommend checking out our environments class. Highly recommend checking out all of our other classes as well because there's so much wisdom and nuggets of value in all of them that they will inspire you to be you. So don't hesitate to DM me or reach out to me if there's any questions. I, I am a generator and I'm here to respond. I love responding to you guys. I appreciate all of the DMs and emails you've sent us over the time. And I will see you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Crystal and I are really here as Defined Hearts to provide value to you with our unique insights. If you have found any of this episode valuable to you, we ask that you share with a friend, tag us with a highlight on Instagram, and write us a review so we can reach more people. Human design and astrology are tools to guide us toward our transformation. You are a unique and beautiful being, and we encourage you to let that light inside of you shine bright. See you in the next episode, friends.